three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. so much for listening we are the real pineapple we're back from our little hiatus this is your humble wonderful co-host hunter here and i'm here with colin colin how are you sir uh i'd be doing better if we were reviewing something else than what we are i couldn't agree with you more and we're here with the guy who dodged this bullet we're here with scott scott how you doing sir i'm i'm okay i'm a little sad that i missed it because if there's anything I love more than reviewing movies with you guys, it's reviewing Melissa McCarthy movies. With you guys. <laughs> you would so. you would have had a field day with this one too. I I'm I I'm disappointed. I don't get to hear you. Uh, I'll I'll give you my little personal review after yeah. I I see this on like Netflix or something. For sure. Not, yeah, it won't be long. I'm sure. I'm sorry. I lied. I'm not gonna see this movie. I'm sorry. I lied to you just now. You'll you'll have to to watch this for their worst of list, because trust me... Yes, no, for real. I will. Um, So the reason Scott didn't see it is because Scott was off getting the edge of vacation, so he had final. So he dodged a bullet this time, but next bullet you will be taking, because... Mm, I'll I'll take any bullet for you, Hunter. I appreciate that. Life of the Party. (laughs) Except for this one. So yeah, we're talking about Life of the Party, and... So I'm just gonna jump into my experience that I have with this movie. So I went and saw it like at eleven, yeah, eleven o'clock on Saturday. Uh, I got nice in the and morning. High. Yeah, uh, yeah. I went. I got really, really high before I went in. Uh, I went uh, next door to Burger Me, got some food, uh, <laughs> got got a nice tall eight oh five draft beer, and then went nice. into the theater and got a tall margarita. So I was pretty buzzed and high watching this movie, and I can still say the movie killed my buzz and my high. This is... I, I would actually watch uh, I Feel Pretty before I ever watch this again. Just I agree. I was going to make that point at one point, so I agree with you. Like, I hated I Feel Pretty, but this it's, I Feel Pretty is Citizen Kane next to this movie. This movie is just... <laughs> and dude, dude you, say, you say it killed your buzz right away, too? This movie starts out like... It's not funny. It's like like starts out like super depressing. Like the tone of it, I was like, "What do we? What am I getting in store for here?" Basically, Colin, I heard you in my head the whole time, just like multiple times, going, "What are we doing here? What are we yeah. doing?" Here? Because yeah. because honestly, the movie has no idea what the fuck it wants to be. So uh, that's that um, weird opening scene you mentioned is uh, so it's Muslim, Muslim McCarthy, um, uh, Deanna. Uh, and she's talking to her husband, who's played by uh, Matt Lucas. You've you've seen like The Hangover, or Matt Walsh, pardon me. You see him in The Hangover. He was the doctor in there who tells him to you know get a map and fuck off. He is <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he's in Role Models, which he was great in Role Models. He's a really funny guy, and uh, they just dropped the daughter off at college, and they they're in maybe in the car twenty seconds, and she's like, oh, I'm so excited for an Italy trip. He goes. Hey, I want a divorce. She's like, no problem. <laughs> just drops this huge, like, oh, hey, by the way, we should, like, get divorced. And, like, oh, full transparency, I'm in love with someone else. 
Like, and it's I'm, not like zany or wacky. No, like to make to make it lighthearted. She's like crying, and then he's like, "I'm doing this for you," and she's like, "Don't you dare say you're doing this for me." And I was just like, "What m- movie is this? What what is this?" <laughs> it was like I thought really she was serious. the life of the party. Yeah. So so the thing about this movie too. So so they they split up, and so. Um, the mom, oh god, well, she, she was an archaeology, uh, archaeology major, if you remember Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which I went, okay, alright, so, and apparently, they, they make it very clear that that semester is about to start, because they dropped the daughter off at school. Apparently, it's really easy to just get in the classes at the school, because she just goes, really hey. easy. Yeah, and I gotta say, too, there is... You know what I found absent from this movie besides, you know, laughs? Uh, was uh, the concept of time. Time oh, does yeah. not exist in this movie. This shit just moves on from scene to scene. And they go through a whole semester. It never feels like it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Scott, you saw a trailer for this. Like, what did you kind of think as far as just a trailer? Um, well, it, it there, there's kind of like... I felt like the cast may have the opportunity to maybe support her in a way that wasn't going to be like every other Melissa McCarthy movie that we've seen outside of maybe Spy. Um, but you know, very low hopes seemed like, I don't know, trailers are supposed to highlight the funniest parts of the movie, if not like, you know, some throughout some beeline jokes that will get you drawn in and this is didn't make me laugh or drew, drew me in whatsoever so i feel like going into this like expectations would be pretty low so this was directed uh and i believe written uh uh not by, just by melissa mccarthy but by uh, ben falcone who's her uh her husband um he has done so, you know, we always mention Spy. That's, like, one of the movies that she was actually, you know, good at. And and, and honestly, to Colin's credit, because he was like, you should rewatch it, I thought The Heat was actually pretty good. Um, but Ben Falcone, he's done her worst movies. He's the one behind the classic Tammy. And he's also classic. One, and he's also one behind Mean Scott's favorite movie of that year, The Boss, that Mean Scott, which is... We hate she was like totally the boss in that. She was, <laughs> she was definitely like like CEO boss status in that. Oh, loved God, it. Absolutely boss. loved it. And Scott, I'm telling <laughs> Scott, I'm telling you right now, this is worse than both of those by like a almost horrifyingly like sizable margin. Here's the thing so about you, the- so you're saying it. So you're saying it started off kind of serious. When did they start to to bring in the? Like, like the fire, you know, when they bring in the, the good jokes. Like, uh, that, <laughs> never. that never, yeah, it never <laughs> happened. So, I'll be honest with you, Colin, I laughed once at this movie. And I and I got a hard laugh. And the reason why, yeah. um, Stephen... I, there was one scene I, I thought was funny. Uh, Stephen, uh, uh, Stephen Root, you, who, of course, you know from Office Space, Life of the Party, and not Life of the God, say, yeah, of course, Life of the Party, but he was just in Get Out, he was in News Radio, he's great. Um, he plays her dad, um, Mike, I think his name is. It doesn't really matter, but uh, uh-huh. Mike, yeah. Um, so there's this point where, you know, she goes to her parents' house and goes, you know, oh my God, he's leaving me, da, da, da. And that scene, again, not really played for laughs. Like, the mom always like, 
you know what? We should, we should, I should make you a sandwich. That always make you feel good. Better you love ham sandwiches. I'm sitting there like, okay, this is a joke, whatever. And so Stephen Root grabs a gun. And he's like, I'm gonna go shoot him. I'm gonna go shoot him. And he almost shoots their dog. And I laughed so hard. That was the one laugh I got because it comes from nowhere. He's just waving his gun in the air, and he misses the dog by like six inches. And and that caught me so off guard. I went, okay, that was actually uh, funny. Uh, what was the one thing that made you laugh? Colin. I I thought I thought it was funny when she was giving the speech in front of the class. Oh, dude, see that that honestly, oh, I was I was sitting there just not laughing. I was like, oh, okay, so she's sweating and all this, and the teacher wouldn't be like, oh, you need to <laughs> when, take a second. When she, I yeah, I like it was it was awkward at first, but then when she she falls on her knee and like like hits her knee so hard. That I just like I think the idea of like Melissa McCarthy like getting hurt like that just like brought out some humor for me. Okay, I mean because <laughs> I wanted to see her in pain, and then she starts like gagging and like about to throw up. I don't know. I, I thought that was at least like slightly slapsticky funny. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I think I was so angry about that point I just couldn't laugh at anything. Um, yeah. By the way, speaking, I'm happy you brought that up because the movie, she talks about, like, oh, my back hurts, my knees hurt, and da-da-da, and, you know, like, I'm old. Like, the whole movie, like, oh, she's old, so she can't do anything. Isn't that funny? Isn't that a great message? Waka waka. Like, that. the movie hammers, hammers, hammers that home. And then she ends up going to this, you know, her first college party since being back. And she's out on the dance floor doing the worm and shit. I'm like, oh my fucking god! I'm like this, like the movie just like whatever, like whatever, like we need to do for this scene, you know, fuck our own logic that we've set up. It, it's just, uh, and okay. So speaking of that, at that party, and I realize I'm jumping all over the place because the plot jumps all over the place. It doesn't fucking matter. So there's a point where she hooks up with this guy, which. I went no way. There's no chance in hell that she would hook that's, up. That's that's the part of the movie that made me the most angry. So so, so she <laughs> the relationship between her and this guy. So she hooks up with this guy who kind of looks like Zac Efron, like like not as handsome, but kind kind of that vein, but, but you know? like younger. I mean, like he yeah. looks like he looks like a twenty year old like college guy, like an in shape, good looking, you know, twenty year old college guy. Yeah, and. It's, it's a giant leap to accept that. And he's, like, infatuated with her. Like, like from he, the second he meets her. Yeah, like, they... Melissa they, they, fucking McCarthy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, let's just let that sink in. That, that's that's the one thing that I kind of, like, appreciate if that there's even a word for it for I Feel Pretty. Is, like, she completely owns her body and, like, the way that she looks. And, like, is... 100% in touch with reality for, I mean, outside of her thinking that she looks different halfway through the movie, but like, <laughs> yeah, she, she understands what is, how she looks, and like Melissa McCarthy is outside of that realm, apparently, and, in and that And that, um, like, love interest story in that movie is at least believable. Like, right. that guy, you yeah, can true. see, like, him being interested in uh amy uh schumer in that movie but in this movie no way i mean it is insane (laughs) (laughs) what when like at first i was like oh he's just you know being nice and then as it went along and he just is like you said hunter infatuated with her i was like 
and you already mentioned it. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what are we? What am I watching?" No, it's true. And so, like the first, so they they sleep together, and it leads to that horrible scene they show in the trailer. Like, oh, like you can ask me anything. My vagina is basically a Google. I just went, Jesus <laughs> oh Christ, this God. movie is just not. And and I'll be. So, okay, so I didn't really mention, so I, so when I saw this at 11, like, 11, 10, 11, 15, my theater was packed with, with, with <laughs> like, that wasn't even possible, with, like, matinee tw- for Melissa McCarthy movie. Like, like, wow, like that's a, bizarre. With, with, like, women who are, like, in their early 20s to early 30s, they're with their moms. Yeah. Like, that's everyone I was in that theater. And they were probably all cracking up, huh? You, you know what's funny, man? I didn't hear, I heard maybe two laughs from the audience. Like, yeah. Like even the audience just went, okay, this is not funny at all. So I, my I, my theater wasn't full either. It was my theater was full. It was like date night. I went at like four in the afternoon, and it was like date night for like fifty year old couples. Um, <laughs> but it was like maybe like a third full, and were they, it, like were they it, it was awkwardly silent. Yeah, whole time. Really interesting. Oh yeah, nobody was laughing. All that that makes me feel better. I, I guess. Yeah. The thing about that, though, the whole the Google thing, it's such a painful line when she delivers it. And then she, like, like puts her like her hand up to her ear, like, oh, you hear what's saying? I'm like, oh, my fucking God, make this stop. <laughs> so I'll be honest, guys, I almost walked out. That was almost the breaking point for me. I was like, I really I looked don't... at my phone probably every three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, wishing time was moving faster. It, it's oh man that line in particular just broke me and so then there's this point um where uh we mentioned the guy that's infatuated with her but he's like texting her like 40 times and this shit and like babe i miss you like i can't get you out i can't get you (laughs) i can't get you off my mind and the movie really tries to sell the relationship but it like doesn't and so um the the ex-husband um he the ex-husband i'm sorry colin what'd you say Oh, I thought I thought you were talking about Melissa McCarthy and the young guy again, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But, they um, don't sell that relationship yet. But uh, the ex-husband, um, he he uh, Dan, that's the character's name. He ends up uh, getting married to Marcy, played by Julie Bowen from Modern Family. You know, the blonde mom who still looks good as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. But she but, plays a good bitch. Like she, she plays her role fine. Yeah, she she does. Like like it's very <laughs> funny to see her on, on Modern Family and then she's playing a total bitch in here. But uh-huh. but I think what I found really funny and not like like the movie wanted me to, but just in a way that I go, this is just a horrible script. Uh the movie tries to play Melissa McCarthy off like a bitch and him kind of like oh he's just trying to do the best he can i'm like really this is how because the daughter uh when they get married her at uh, the dot at uh, the daughter uh melissa mccarthy's character and her little squad including her daughter's friends they go and like fuck up the wedding after but they she... get stoned which doesn't make any sense no one goes and like rages and destroys a party when they're all stoned yeah like like you would sense yeah you, you guys get wrecked and just yeah. go like <laughs> Just crash some party, like center of attention, and just get maybe get the cops called on you. That's what I do when I smoke weed. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, yeah, right. I was like, maybe if they're all getting wasted, like if they're all getting drunk, that makes sense. Yeah, but the concept that weed would get them go like it, it felt almost propaganda-ish. Honestly, like yeah, this is what happened for madness. 
yeah, I was like, oh, this is why we smoke weed. You just want to go fuck up a wedding. <laughs> but, um, so she fucked up the wedding. Like, they break, break up glasses and the cake and all that shit. And the fact that they just let them leave, I'll be honest, I went, that's, that's funny. But then the daughter's like, why are you being so mean to dad? And I'm just like, you know he divorced your mother just randomly, right? Like, the daughter didn't even come across. There, the thing is, there's no one in this movie to cheer for. They have uh, Jillian Jacobs in here, which was... Oh, I was so I was so bummed to see her in this, because I like her. So Jillian Jacobs, not only is she just lovely, but she's on, a, of course, Community. But she's uh, she did that show Love on Netflix that I really great enjoyed. Show. Yeah, yeah I, great show. So proof that she's a great fucking actress, and they just give her nothing to do. Yeah. She, she she's put, not like bad in this. She's not terrible in this. Like she she actually had like at least some decent throwaway lines, where I like mean, she was just being weird. But she, I mean, yeah, she like it was just a bummer to see her in this with the shitty script, like you said. I think what bothers me more about something like Tammy and uh, and the Boss is that these movies are made from Melissa McCarthy. They're not made to showcase anyone else. And this is probably one of the best casts, if not the best cast she's had. Uh, and yet, so I will say the one one thing I'll give this movie is the group of her daughter's friends. I liked. I thought, Yeah, they were oh. all right. They were fine. They weren't the problem. But again, the movie's like, oh, these characters, here are these characters that could be interesting, and then they do nothing with them. Uh, I, it, it hurt my heart to see Chris Parnell in this. I was just like, okay. <laughs> like, uh, so Chris Parnell plays uh, the professor, the archaeology professor, Scott. Uh, so I was sitting there thinking, okay, maybe Archer was in between filming, like, shooting seasons, and he was like, ah, like, this is an easy check, whatever, because he's barely in the movie, but... He reminded me uh, Colin of our uh, high school science teacher, Mr. Baxter, because okay, he, yeah. he just makes these terrible puns, and that made me laugh. And I yeah, like science puns, like yeah, like he was all right, like he was being funny, just playing like the dorky archaeology teacher. Yeah, but so I had this movie probably at a, a D or a D minus for most of it, right? What crosses over into what it gets, which I'm sure you can't guess, <laughs> is that. When Melissa McCarthy, Deanna, moves uh, moves into the school, uh, she has this weird neighbor, uh, or this weird roommate, who's like a like a girl who would have shopped at Hot Topic five, five years ago. She has some fishnets and probably listens to Good Charlotte or, you know, whatever. Uh, but she's this weird roommate. I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, she's going to become important somehow. And so after Deanna and the girls fuck up the wedding... Uh, the, the husband, the ex-husband goes, you're cut off, I'm not paying for your school anymore, da 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 And so they're like, okay, we have to raise money, you know, to keep Deanna in school. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, these are broke college students, but they want to raise money for some, okay, cool, whatever. So, so Scott, stick with me here, they throw this party, right? And, of course, no one shows up, because, you know, they just don't. And, and one of the girls in the group goes, oh, that's right. No one's going to show up because it's the same night as a Christina Aguilera concert. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, I swear to God, if you say the roommate is related to her in some way. And Scott, guess what? Oh, hey, this is Christina Aguilera. This is my cousin. I'm just like, God damn it, Ooh, damn little it. cameo. Damn it. Perfect. And, <laughs> and Colin, that's when I went, okay, you've officially sealed your fate as far as what I'm going to give you. I... The only reason that made me laugh is because I just 
pictured Colin facepalming and just going like, "God damn it, movie!" Uh, yeah. yeah, I was like, "Of course they're gonna bring in some like gratuitous, awful musical cameo at the end," <laughs> and they did. You know what it reminded me of? Because they showed the preview, the trailer for it. When, uh, for that terrible Mamma Mia movie, that sequel. If when, I see that trailer one more time, <laughs> I swear to God. Like, oh, I did can't you, hear Did you guys have any great more... trailers in this one? Oh, it was like, oh, God. It won't, like, the, the ABBA movie fucking won't stop. Like, I feel like the movie's gonna come out in two years. Like, I've been watching the trailer for months now. I think I've seen it ten times in theaters. That's part, that's part of the beautiful slow burn of these bad movies. Is Dude, like, it just they really push them, so you have to see them frequently in trailers, and so you actually have to see the entire thing, and it's everything that you uh, hated about yourself in this world. And the in the trailer for for Mama Mia, here we fucking go again. <laughs> is like it's. You watch the whole movie every time you see the trailer, yeah. Because you know they just they, they play out the whole thing, and they're like, oh look at the young people, and then it's these old fuckers now, and then look it's Cher, and I, like, if I hear her say like, Grandma, you weren't invited, and she's like, that's the best kind of party, little girl. Like if I hear her say that one more time, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely lose it. I can't handle see, Mama Mia. Like oh I can't, Abba, Abba, all the Abba songs will forever make me angry now. <laughs> and it's because I associate, like, not only do I associate it with how much I hate the trailer, but then I have, I just, I see a terrible Melissa McCarthy movie or an Amy <laughs> Schumer movie, like right afterwards. They're always just, before the bad ones. They're yeah, always. So they go Dude. hand in hand, and it just, like, I, I leave the theater. And I feel like I've just had like a trauma happen to me. I need like a blanket put around me and like a <laughs> cup of hot cocoa and someone to just tell me everything's gonna be okay. He he needs more blankets and less blankets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, so I'll be honest, man. So watching that trailer, I was sitting there. I was like, I was like, I know Mean Scott will hate it. Colin's gonna detest that movie. There's nothing that movie could do. <laughs> that, but. I'm right there with you, though. I was sitting there, I was like, okay, so yes, it's Cher, and then some young girl, who I don't know who plays the young Meryl Streep character, but I was like, damn, okay, hi. Um, but man, they were just pushing the music, and oh, it's Pierce Brosnan, and oh, look, it's Colin Firth, and I'm just like, I don't, I'm like, please make this album, <laughs> this music, stop, just, and how everyone is choreographed, dancing on the pier and shit, it's like, ah, I thought you love ABBA, it's like, I didn't like ABBA before this movie, I fucking hate ABBA now, <laughs> like, it's, it's it's really bad, but it goes into this Christina Aguilera concert, and you know, for all the women, of course, Scott, because you know this is all about women's empowerment. You know, he plays, he does that song "Fighter," and I was just like, oh Jesus Christ, this is really unpleasant for me to sit through. And, and so, I don't think people remember. Like maybe it was like three years ago, Christina was trying to go ahead and do that whole war, uh, go on, on tour, and she had to cancel the tour because no one was buying. Her her fucking tickets. So as a, I was sitting there, I was like, as a college student, would I pay twenty bucks to see Christina Aguilera? And I thought, you know, when we, when we, the three of us went and saw Flowbots, I think I paid twenty five. I'm like, I wouldn't pay twenty dollars to see Christina Aguilera. I'm like, eh. <laughs> honestly, like especially now, like it's like, eh. 
Like, maybe back in her dirty days, I would pay 20 bucks, but now I'm like, eh, nah. She looks so weird now. She doesn't quite look like Alice something from Avatar, but she's like, <laughs> but she's like, she's heading in that direction. Yeah, she looks like she has like a centimeter of makeup on her face. Yeah, no, the, the makeup is very thick. And then uh, her hair, like, it looked like, I don't I mean, I'm assuming it was a wig. I don't even know. It yeah. was just weird. It was like a wig hat. It, it is just, it is just very funny too that the movie goes like Christina shows up and she's like, or ex Tina, as they kept calling her. I was like, Jesus Christ, really? And she goes, Oh yeah, my cousin told me about your story, and I'm really into like your whole movement. I was like, This is really bad acting too. On top of this. And, oh yeah, and Scott, the the cousin is like this weirdo, like shut in, who is like all of those jokes fall flat of her like being like a weird vampire girl, and then <laughs> never they never like open up the window. But then, like, of course, Melissa McCarthy like helps her like one time in a dumb way. So, like, what is what is what is her character like? Describe to me Melissa McCarthy's character. So she's like a mom type, you know, like she's just mm-hmm. like the overbearing, like sweet, like uh, innocent, you know, like yeah, like you know, like uh, she's she's just like a like a like a big dorky bubbly mom, <laughs> and um, you know, and then she's like, oh, I'm. You know, I'm gonna go back to school, get my <laughs> get my degree, um, and then so Wonder she's what's just gonna like, happen next. Yeah. So and and yeah. So so she's just like a big dork. She wears like sweaters with like sequins on it that has like dumb shit written on it that she gets made fun of, and then like, uh, you know, she has like dorky mom come back. So she's just like dorky mom until like the party like Hunter was talking about and the, like her daughter like runs a comb through her hair and all of a sudden like styled perfectly and they take <laughs> her her, her her glasses off and then she it's like opens a up her buttons thing. yeah and then yeah. all of a sudden some 20 year old dude wants to fuck her yeah which again is really hard like and by the way they play oh god they play a terrible song uh uh, Milf Money by Fergie, and she just starts dancing to it, and that's when I was like, "Oh man, this is this this movie is not going to make it easy for me to stay in my seat, <laughs> my seat, is it?" These people two seats over for me, dude. I, I was trying so hard, dude. I'm just like, okay, this is everyone, like everyone's here, whatever. I was so I was groaning. I was doing that Charlie Brown like ah groan <laughs> in this movie because I was like, this is just un like. There's nothing worse than seeing a, a comedian bomb. But a movie that's not funny, that's the one thing it needs to do. I mean, we, we talk about something like Game Night, where, you know, admittedly, the logic, you know, like, you have to give it more and more rope, you know, as the movie goes along. But it's such a funny movie, you kind of go, okay, I'm laughing. You know, th- th- there's just nothing in this movie where I can't even think of the jokes, because I just started blocking them out after a while. I went, oh, that wasn't funny. Oh, that wasn't funny. Um, what's her name? Maya Rudolph is in this movie, and they're like, oh, she's crazy, and she just says things she's not supposed to say, and none of her jokes land. And mm-hmm. and I think what irritates me the most, before I throw it back to Colin here, is that there's actual material here. Like, where it starts off, there's a very interesting dynamic of, hey, the mom's going back to school, and the daughter, and, you know, like... How many back-to-school movies are there? 
Like, oh God. Unless. Well, they, I think it's important to note that this is a blatant ripoff of, of Back to School. Back to School yeah. with Rodney Dangerfield, which is way better than this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, you were saying like there's a there's like a good premise here, and it's like yeah, there was it's because it's been done before. It was Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield, so they're like, oh, we're gonna like switch it all around like we did with Ghostbusters. And, you know, <laughs> throw a bunch of women in it. And, like, instead of, like, Rodney Dangerfield kind of being, like, an asshole and, uh, you know, just be- being kind of, like, a sarcastic prick to everybody, which was hilarious, you know, you have Melissa McCarthy just being, like, a sweetheart, kill him with kindness, and it's not funny. <laughs> it's just, like, really, really bad. Yeah, I, I, I think what just amazed me about this, though, is how little I laugh. Because this is over, this is almost two hours, isn't it? It's like a, an hour, 45 minutes, something like that? Hour and 45 minutes, yeah. I remember because I looked at the runtime before we started, and then, I, like I said, I kept looking at my phone. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, has it been an hour and 45 minutes yet? Please, have mercy. Yeah, this was, this dragged, man. This really genuinely dragged. And they could have shaved 15 minutes off this movie so easily and kept it up. shaved an hour and 15 minutes off this movie. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. It, but Scott, man, it, I, I just left the theater. I went. Would I tell anyone to watch this, even for a dollar on Redbox? And I go, no. I would have. I, I would have felt ripped off if I paid a dollar for this. Uh, and this isn't bad funny, or, or like like so bad that's kind of funny, like something like Left Behind or something like that. This is just a upsettingly bad film so as i before i throw it back uh you know just kind of going to my final thoughts before i throw it back to you colin because i <laughs> i kind of want to give you some time to wrap up um this sucks man it's a really shitty movie and it, it's amazing that halfway through the year i've got pretty much <laughs> two or three of my least favorite movies locked up uh this this is a go fuck yourself to the highest degree. The only joy I got out of this movie is knowing it made only like 15 million its opening weekend because of Infinity War, thank God. And so this shit will fail into obscurity and, you know, we won't have to talk about it again until, you know, January, February when we do our worst stuff. So, yeah, this is a go fuck yourself easily. Call in your final thoughts and grades, sir. Yeah. Um, it's just. There's so many reasons why this movie is terrible, <laughs> um, but the main one is that it's just a series of like improv sketches where Melissa McCarthy's the star, and all of the gags aren't funny. Um, it's usually like it's either what she's trying to make a joke work, and I'm sitting there staring at the screen, rolling my eyes like over and over again um like and the the story was like so impossible that like even with all of the bad jokes going on like if there there's not you, you can't even like hold on to some form of a plot that that is interesting um you know there's there's a like a, a reveal at the end um that was supposed to be like a big like aha moment uh, re- regarding you know the 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 um, boy that is for whatever reason infatuated <laughs> with Melissa McCarthy and who her like who his parents were, um, and it's like I just didn't care. Um, but yeah, to like to, to when it all boils down to it, I mean it's just 
Melissa McCarthy isn't funny in this. Um, you know, she, you, you could say, like, she's just kind of, you know, being that, like, sweet mom character, but she's she's trying really hard to be funny. Yeah, she is. Uh, given the ridiculous plot lines and everything that she's doing, I just was so unhappy, and by the <laughs> end, I was, like, angry that I had to sit through it. It's a go fuck yourself for sure, and it's gonna be on the list, hundred <laughs> percent. Hooray! Yeah, like yeah. the party. The I will say the only joy I did get out of it is kind of like like me and Colin just had this like like mutual like psych like psychic connection. I was like, oh man, Colin's probably suffered suffered through this like I am right now because. Yeah, it oh, it's it's rough, Scott. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I would watch The Boss again before I, I, I ever watch this again. Actually, oh, let me think. I you know what? I might watch Mr. Church before I watch this again. Like, just like, don't I'm, watch any of them. Just never yeah, watch any just, of them. They're just bad. <laughs> this just sounds like a lot of bad movies. But yeah, no, I I see what you're saying. I, dude, there's so many movies I would watch in, in, instead of this. So yeah. many. Yeah, th- this was quite... You know, I would watch Super Mario Brothers the movie before I ever watched this again. Super oh. Mario... Super yeah, that, that one's borderline so bad it's funny. That's fair, yeah. But I would definitely... Like, this one's it. just so bad it just, you know, your eyes hurt from rolling. So, I think what will be interesting to see is which is higher on our list. Is this or Mamma Mia? Because I feel like Mamma Mia will be higher. Like... Just I think I bu- I feel like I've built up so much aggression already towards it. Just <laughs> watching the trailers that I'm gonna be angry going into it, you know. And I feel like I'm gonna end up seeing it like in a theater with a bunch of other mm. people that are really yeah. into it, gonna and that is it. yeah, that's gonna really set me off. Yeah, they're, they're gonna love it. Everyone in the theater is gonna love it. I need to see it in a in a theater I know where no one goes because that would oh. be angrier. Agreed, 100 yeah. percent agree. I'm gonna be uh, if, if I'm if I'm next to like a bunch of people like singing the ABBA songs, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be like steaming. There's gonna be steam coming to my ears. Like half the movie will be you staring at them, and the yeah, other half just, is just you angrily fuming over this movie. Yeah, just like they're two seats over, and I'm just my head is completely turned to the side, staring daggers right into them. Like, sh- stop enjoying this movie. Oh my god, I I want that. Like, you're like, uh, you know. So I will say the one good thing about that Abba tra- about that uh, that Abba trailer, <laughs> about the Mamma Mia trailer, is that they showed the trailer for Bohemian Rhapsody right afterwards, and that by contrast looks amazing. So yeah, I was really excited for that. It's not till October too. I was like, what the heck? Yeah, it, it's quite a ways off, but it looks yeah. fantastic. It's the so. dude from Mr. Robot, right? Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah dude, so. that that movie looked really good. Yeah, so hey, at least we'll get one good movie with music from a <laughs> from from a band. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, yeah, guys, have you seen Life? And you know what's funny though is I think they they showed the trailer for um that new Melissa McCarthy movie that like Fox Searchlight one, and that where she's like the author or whatever. Did, did you see that trailer? Or yeah, she like plagiarizes her. I couldn't really follow the plot, but yeah, she 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 was doing something shady with with some stories, selling stories or something, right? Yeah, and that and that by contrast actually looks really interesting. I went, oh, okay, this this might actually be good, but you know, unlike what <laughs> I'm actually about to watch her in. But 
Uh, yeah, so guys, did you see, were you fortunate enough to see <laughs> Life of the Party? If, by the way, if you're doing this for like a Mother's Day thing, don't, don't take your mom to see anything else. Take her to see Deadpool 2. Uh, can you ever <laughs> forgive me? That's a movie that, uh, big enough. But, uh, guys, let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. Like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple, and follow us on SoundCloud, Podbean, Google Music, and iTunes at The Real Pineapple. You can follow Colin on Twitter at... The Real O'Neill. And you can follow Scott on Twitter at... Newman the First. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have a review up this weekend for Solo, which... So stoked for that. Yeah, I, I so they did show... Um, I saw a trailer for that going in Deadpool 2, and I was like, oh man, I'm sure Scott and Colin mm-hmm. are just... They're just so ready. They're uh, so ready. For Solo. Dripping wet. Creaming my pants over here. I know Scott in particular is probably just gonna be like. Well, I mean, you're throwing Donald Glover in there. It's like, come on now, like how you're trying to make me fully erect for this entire film. Like that's (laughs) that's not fair to either of the people around me or you know the director and the the nice people that decided to make this film. So that's what you're gonna get. So sorry ahead of time. Fair enough. But uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.